Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and you probably know the drill by now. Uh, Zoe, I like your shirt, by the way. Well, thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. <laughs> so, uh, by happy coincidence, uh, there's something along those lines I want to talk about. As you undoubtedly know, and as our un audience undoubtedly knows, the uh, deadly Omicron variant is scouring the, uh, the country now. Probably no real defense against it except to lock ourselves in the basement. Somebody pointed something out to me earlier today. We're recording this on December 9th. And they said they checked the data and they said so far, Alec Baldwin has killed more people on Earth than the Omicron variant has. Mm. So I want to talk about fear mongering. I don't really want to talk about the virus. We've talked about the virus for two bloody years now. We're going to keep talking about it. But, but I want to talk about this idea of intentionally scaring people and not scaring them about something that they should be scared about. I, I consider fear mongering to be manufacturing fear of things that don't exist. We could talk about the coronavirus. We can talk about the Jesse Smollett thing where, you know, you want to keep this, you, you, you certainly want to keep certain um, voting groups in this perpetual state of, of, of uh, rage and terror about, you know, these Donald Trump supporters going around beating up black men at two o'clock in the morning, putting a noose around their neck. All of this stuff is selling fear. And it's the selling of fear that I want to talk about because I, I don't know. I mean, just the, the, my first take on this, pal, is that it is, it's not just evil. It's just low. It's desperate. It's what, it's what desperate people do. There are things to be afraid of. And if you want to accomplish something worthwhile uh, in, in society, if you're the president or whatever the case may be, you don't use fear. You know, if you're a decent person and, you're, and, you're, and you represent decent people, then you tell them the truth. You don't exaggerate it, and you don't understate it either. You tell them the truth. You tell them, here's what we think we ought to do, and you go about it. But we haven't seen anything like that for, well, almost said two years, but really 20, I think. Man, it, it's an interesting thing, Bill. It's like oppression sells more or sells more effectively than freedom does, and uh, fear sells more effectively than comfort. I mean, we want our comforts and stuff like that, creature comforts or, you know, uh, necessary comforts. Uh, but even those are sold by, hey, if you don't get this, this may happen that's, to that's you. That's right. That's <laughs> what the fear mongering is doing. The fear mongering is, is essentially saying uh, we're going to all of your comforts are going to disappear because mm -hmm. of this horrible thing that's coming, the virus and the and the and the racism and the, and the global warming and all this stuff. And if you don't do what we tell you then all of your groovy things are going to go away, including your technology, including your lives and your children. It's going to burn, then it's going to drown. I never get the order straight. Mm. Uh, but but yes, that's exactly right. The, it is used as a stick to poke people, to push them in the direction that they want to push them. Sure, man. And you know, the thing with Alec Baldwin, man, and, and you know, my heart goes out to to the victims of that, man. Mine you know, too. just the, the I just somebody losing their spouse, man, is is it's just um it's heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, I'm only making fun of Baldwin, by the way, with that because right. it was an, uh, you know, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, the gun just went off. Well, that's Can't exactly. accept responsibility for anything. Right, right. See, that's that's the thing about it, man. That's the, that's what we're hearing. It's just the, the pomposity, man. The you know the arrogance and just this whole thing. This this high priest of of gun control. It's like where was your control? You know, yeah, uh, you, you know, you know, you, are you going to lay you as, as far as I'm concerned, he was uh, or as, as I understand, he's one of the producers. You know, aren't you supposed to like have you know, uh, be one of the guys in charge of making sure that all the safeguards are in place instead of being dismissive about it? The way he also he claimed he never he also claimed he never pulled the trigger. 
Oh, that too, but I mean, but 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 this yes, is gun it's his responsibility, uh, not as an individual actor, but also as the producer of the movie. But He's this, the one who yeah. hires the people. Yes, exactly. Right. This is one of the gun controls. It's like, did you check your weapon and all that sort of stuff? And but the thing is, and, and with one shot, you know, like speaking of like you know being more effective killer than than COVID, you know, COVID that just seems to kill around. It's like, dude, you did this with one shot. You know, got yeah. the person and got the person behind you. But I say that um, because. He's trying to make it like I didn't pull the trigger, man. Needless to say, this is very convoluted. But what this does, Bill, is that it promotes the idea that liberals have been doing for so long that the gun itself is just dangerous. dangerous. You just leap off the table and start shooting at any moment. Exactly. And and that man, you would talk about something really insidious, man, an insidious agenda, this this nefarious move of what they're doing. Man, I I don't want to man, I don't put anything past Democrats, nothing. I don't put anything past them for as far as what they've done with covid, the things that they will do to advance their gun control agenda. I mean, let let the folks figure it out from there, like, you know, where I might be going with this. I, I, who, who's expendable? I mean, come on, we got millions of babies that, that they find disposable. Why not mm-hmm. another person to promote their agenda? You know, so, and, but the fear, exactly right. And this is why the word of God says, hey, knock it off with the fearing. I said, Kazak, I told you to take courage because when people live by fear, you will do very impractical things. And in, in, in Hollywood, you know, the, the industry of sensationalism that it is, and these people don't know when to clock out, you know, they just stay in imagination land. It's like I said, you know, it's not, you know, people say that Hollywood doesn't have any imagination anymore. No, no, I, I beg to differ. They got way too much imagination, way too much. And people are suffering for it and they're stoking the people's imagination. And it just, just even really quick, I was, uh, I went to go make a delivery today and, um, you know, the, the, the checkout, the, the clerk didn't even look me in the eye. You know, I walk in, I don't have my mask on. And like I said, I wear my shirt to let folks know. It's like, look, if I'm not wearing a mask, it's not because I got the jab. You know, that's supposed to be the stipulation. You get the jab, you don't have to wear a mask. It's like, no, no, they're trying to make people think that if you're not wearing a mask, that you took the jab. I'm not going to be a drone for that. So I walk in and uh, the clerk doesn't even make eye contact me. He just holds up a mask and just sticks his hand out and expects me to know what to do. You know, just fall in line. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like, can you at least do the courtesy of like looking me in the eye? And he didn't even nope. look at me. You nope. know, the virus, the virus gets in through your tear ducts, and, <laughs> uh, and 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 it's the eye contact that that gives it the the uh, the thing in. So this is like an interesting point. And what we're finding in America is as as the country just continues to divide further and further, is that there are there are one group of Americans who are absolutely scared out of their wits. Hmm absolutely terrified that they're going to die any second now because of this. And then there's another group of Americans who seem to have an attitude of, yes, it's serious and it's not a joke, but life is filled with risks. And 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 to say, well, we're going to do all this for safety. Why don't we just lock everybody in the basement, cement the top over? And that way nobody's going to die from anything except for, you know, starvation, <laughs> uh, boredom, uh, uh, suicide, and all the rest of the things that we're seeing. So here's the thing that I think is important, because when people, when people hear me say, and you say, that we have a, a measured response to things like global warming and things like the virus, they, say, they immediately say, you're saying there's no threat there. Saying, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that 
that I'm capable of assessing the threat. And if people, if the people who were doing the fear mongering were being honest, they would put some context around these things. For example, most people out there today think that, you know, what are we at, 430 parts per million, something like that now, carbon dioxide. They've been told that if it gets to 450 million, it's the end of the earth. It's runaway greenhouse and, and that's that. I'm not arguing whether the CO2 levels are going up. What I'm saying is that the people who are making that claim know for an absolute certain fact that 80 million years ago, right here in North America, all around the world, it wasn't 450 parts per million CO2. It was 3,000 parts per million CO2. That's not even any. There's not a. There's not a computer out there broken enough to put a projection that gets into a, a thousand parts per million. So, if the people who are making these claims, just in terms of science, I don't want to make it about specifics. I want to make it about the procedure. Oh well, if, if it gets to this and the Earth is ruined, well, if you are an actual scientist, an actual climatologist, you know for a certain fact. The CO2 levels have been much, much, much higher than that. Now, right. there was a lot more water than there is then, and you could make that argument, but that's not what they're doing. Same thing with the virus. If the Omicron Delta, oh, well, you know, uh, I saw Dr. Fauci say that, um, that, that three shots will protect you, uh, and who might argue with, uh, with science, but I have noticed that uh, uh, COVID, you need a shot. COVID Delta quad, uh, quadrant, COVID Delta variant, you need two shots. Omicron variant, you need three shots. I don't know how many letters are left, but I do have a feeling that somebody's going to be making some money off of the shots. And and when I say, when I led with what I led with, this business about, as we record this, Alec Baldwin having killed more people than the Omicron variant, there are people, millions, hundreds of millions of people around the world, and at least tens of millions of them here, maybe more who are absolutely terrified that this is just another wave of things that they have to, that they have to, you know, live in absolute terror of. It mystifies me. But then again, I realize these people have no access to any context. How many people have died of heart disease since COVID started? How many people have died of, of diabetes? How many have died of cancer? How many have died of accidents? Those numbers should be placed next to the number of COVID deaths and the number of COVID deaths, for example, should be an accurate representation of people who died from COVID rather than died with COVID. And all of this is, is simply obvious to, to people on our side of the fence. Not that there's not dangers, not that there's not things to worry about, not that there's not things that we should be genuinely afraid of. But, but since all of it has been denied context, we are able to look at this spectrum of, of things and just say, this is nothing more than a bunch of people poking us with spears, you know, trying to hurt us in a certain direction. Right on, man. And, and you know, the sad part is when you break down that logic to them about all the other stuff that people be dying for, all they hear is us trying to mitigate how how bad, I guess, the virus is or, or anything like that. And right, it, that's exactly like I said. They say, oh, so you're saying that it's not, that nobody dies of COVID? No, I'm not saying that. Mm. Yeah. I'm saying that. I'm saying that you don't have no matter how much you want to think so, mm. you don't have any guarantee that when you leave the house, you're going to come home alive. You don't have any guarantee that if you if you take a shower, you're not going to come out of that dead. Right. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. This kind of this kind of ignoring all of the context, just counting the hits, amping them up, emphasizing them, exaggerating them, using everything. Oh, a guy got hit by a bus. Yes. Did he was he did he test positive for COVID? Well, maybe. No. And and it's it's what 
It's what evil, low liars do. Yes, yes. And, 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 and it's for people, just to wrap, it's for people who, in the best case scenario, the most generous you can be to them is that they think the rest of us, meaning the citizens of this country, the general public, are children and idiots who are not capable of caring for ourselves. Sure, man. And, and you know, um, you know, with the with the fear dynamic. And once again, and because I, I know that we kind of we, we've been talking about, you know, this uh, thing fear a lot. And it's not because we don't have anything else to talk about. But unfortunately, that's something that's gripping the nation. They're trying to make us afraid of things in so many different ways. And people's response to, and man, this is engineered though. It's engineered. And unfortunately, uh, people can be very predictable in this way. And it's easy to prey on people's fears. Uh, this has been taught, man, this is taught, you know, from early, as early on as grade school, people being conditioned to be uh, stimulated by these things. Um, and this is, this is why it's so important. Like in the word of God, it tells you, and God is like, look, let me, let me give you like the, at the top of my list of who does not inherit the kingdom of God. Cowards, right? <laughs> it's right there at the top. God has, has, has a special disliking for people who live by fear. He doesn't like it. It's like, there's no excuse for it. Because when you guys start doing this, look at what you will impose on other people based on your fears. You're going to make other people, <laughs> it's, it's quite infectious. And you want to talk about something yeah, that's really, really viral. And, you know, even, even with the, um, the Omicron variant, man, I was, I was learning, I was thinking I'm learning more about the phonetic alphabet than I did when I was a pilot. It was, I was, I was, man, me, me trying to be a pilot, man, I was taking flying lessons. I couldn't get the phonetic alphabet straight. So when I was, <laughs> I couldn't remember them, man. So I would like make the up Oscar my own variant. words. I mean, you know, instead of saying like Delta, I'd be like a disco. Uh, this is tail number, <laughs> holding short at runway. And they'd be like, can you call out the letters correctly, please? I'm like, yeah. Six two petticoat <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> that was me. Chartreuse. <laughs> <laughs> Debutante. That was me. Holding man. short of one six right, ready for takeoff, straight out departure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's that's where we're at with this, and you know what? I mean, unfortunately, we got to keep you know revisiting this thing, and um, I mean, we don't have to. That's the sad part about it. It's like, man, we we really don't have to do this. We've we've done this enough time. I mean, when you have people out there who claim to you know these these um these ministers of science, which has be basically become. I mean, it's, 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 it's the state sponsored religion, man. Against, against, uh, uh, our constitution, it is the respected establishment of a religion and we are paying for it. We are paying for this theocracy of so-called science. I believe science. in science. Yes. I believe in science. Do you know anything about science? No, but I believe in it. You believe it. Now, if you believe do you, do, in it. Do you understand that the primary mm -hmm. tenet of science, that all of the achievements of science have been based on skepticism, that that is the foundational bedrock of science is skepticism. That's where we're at. Prove it. Yeah. That's what science is. And you're saying, I believe in science. You know anything about it? No. Nope. Not really. Which in effect is an act of faith now, isn't it? Now, of even when Nancy is. Pelosi says, I mean, she's saying that uh, all the answers to everything I can find in science. And then she goes even further to say that this is a religious act for me. She's she's doing this based on a, a, a religious approach. This is a head of, this is a head of state. You know, saying that, yeah, based on my religious perspective on this, this is what this is. And the culture is going to be sanctioned for this. We have, a, it's weird that they accuse us Christians of trying to impose a theocracy. That's yeah, the yeah. very thing that we have been not been doing. That is totally against God's ordinance. And you have these people who are the ones who are doing it. And as far as the global warming thing, as far as COVID goes, we are being uh, uh, sanctioned on this at the behest of the state, man. It's, it's bizarre. 
Yeah, if science were an actual person, it'd be on the beach in Guadalajara, 200 miles from the nearest phone or village, with dark shades on, reading a big book, hoping nobody notices it, you know, just covered with shame at all these phone calls it's getting. You know, science, you're supposed to tell... No, you don't understand anything about science. Mm. So, so what's the antidote to this fear-mongering? Part of it is just information. I mean, part of it is simply understanding what, what is the actual death rate of this? What is, what have historical carbon dioxide levels been? If we're, just as an example of it, if we're at 430 parts per million now, and the highest it's ever been, ever in the history of the earth, is 440 parts per million, you have my undivided attention. But when you when you realize that, no, it's been 3,000 parts per million, you realize, okay, there may be something here. In fact, there probably is something here that we should be concerned about and we should look into and all the rest of it. So, so perspective and, and um, quantification is useful. You may have seen this, um, this graph that showed that gasoline prices put out by the Democratic uh, Committee for uh, Mass Hysteria, whatever it is, uh, shows that here's the graph. Oh, look. Prices have dropped steeply in gas. And then you look over at the scale and you realize the scale is 339, 338.75, 338.5. In other words, this much room is made up by one penny mm. of, of gas decrease. And that if you put if you put the sink to scale, the line is is absolutely flat. This kind of thing works as a political strategy because because the first thing you have to do is attack the educational system. If you show somebody a graph and they don't know how to read a graph, mm. and they say, look, the numbers are going down. They're going down by less than a penny on a $3.30 a gallon average. And that's just for this tiny little period. They've been going up like fiends. So, so information's part of it, but, but I think the most important part of it, uh, fighting fear-mongering is facing it directly being absolutely honest, not exaggerating, and not softening it. And I keep coming back to Winston Churchill for this, but I mean, and, and, and I'm not a big fan of FDR, but when he said, all we have to fear is fear itself, he's exactly right. We are in, going back to World War II, early days of World War II, we're in an existential crisis here. This is serious business. I have nothing to offer you but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. That's what it's going to take to get out of it. And because he was honest, people believed him. And since he was honest about the bad news, when the good news started to come, they believed that too. Hitler and the Nazis, on the other hand, Nothing but good news until until the until Hitler shoots himself. Right, hmm. we're winning the war. Boom, and then oh, he's killed himself. Has he? Yeah, the Russians are, are 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 on top of his bunker. So it can be fought, but it but but when you own the information and the media and all the rest of it, you need things like shows like this to at least put some kind of a message in the bottle out there, saying you know, look, it's not it's not as terrifying as people want you to believe. And we know why they want you to believe it. And they are afraid, speaking of fear, <laughs> of letting messages like this get out there. You know, and it's like, uh, it's one of those, uh, I think that's a, it's quite a testament, you know, that, it, you know, this might be some, uh, this might be a media that, uh, a medium that folks might want to consider. If they don't want you to hear us, well, you, it might be good, you know, for y'all to, for, for y'all to hear what we're trying to say here. And, uh, but yeah, it's like, look, examine the real world, you know, get, get your nose out of your iPhone for a second and then look around when they try to say that, okay, the world is, is, is being overrun by CO2. Hey, that's that's okay. There's a lot of trees to absorb that. 
All right, there's there's more trees in yeah, America. Earth hasn't been greener. Hasn't been yeah. greener since humans have been yeah. able to take pictures from space anyway. Right. You know, so hey, that's more oxygen for us, man. So we're good. And and you know, and as it's been told, man, it's like with these same people who who are saying that these uh these priests of Terra, you know, these these uh these this these neo-pagans, man, that worship the earth, I noticed that they're getting uh, their beachfront houses, they're not worried about ocean level rises and stuff like that. Uh, when you look around and it seems like the only thing to that's killing people is COVID. I mean, it's, it's flu season. Ain't nobody dying of anything else. Nothing else. Not, they're not even worried about gun. Cause the only person out there, I guess, killing people not to make a dig is, is Alec Baldwin, you know, with a gun. That's the only thing that's in the news. Um, so. Isn't it just kind of strange that and you can't you can't monitor anybody. You can't be anybody anybody's healthcare advocate. They go into the, the hospital. You can't go in there with them. You don't know what's going on. You know, so the only thing that there is out there killing people is 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 covid. That's it. Uh, well, it's because people are wearing a mask. Well, how can they know this? Because people are not wearing a mask. Say, like, wait a minute. You know, um, yeah. you know, so and then. Yeah, that kind of context thing. Florida doesn't have a mask or a vaccine mandate mm -hmm. and it's got the lowest per capita infection rate in the nation. That's a piece of data that sure. people need to know because that actually tells you something. Yes, yes. Or even uh, consider consider Africa. They're marveling at Africa that Af Africa doesn't have this uh, pandemic going in, it, but they won't let people know that uh, they're receiving ivermectin. You know, they won't let people know any of that sort of stuff. Um, you know, but when it gets down to the fear this is the hard thing about fear or even being afraid of fear itself. You have to still be able to define what fear is because what somebody may be afraid of, somebody else is, has, has courage against. Not even courage against. Like, look, there's, I'm not even saying that I'm being courageous. In fact, that I will face this with bravery knowing that there's something wrong. No, seriously, dude, there's nothing, there's nothing to be afraid of as far as that goes. So even fear itself has to be defined for a lot of people. All these things need defining, Bill. The, the fear has to be defined. Freedom has to be defined. Peace has to be defined. You got a lot of people out there thinking they're fighting for peace and justice. No justice, no peace. You have no idea what justice is. You have no idea what real peace is, but you're out there burning up cities demanding it. Huh? Right? So you got all this stuff, but that's why, you know, if we're, if we're looking for the answer, you know what my prescription is, Bill. I'm going to say, got to get in that word of God, the eternal word. It's like, look, man, I have told you all these things that this is what's going to go down. You're not going to get away from all these problems. This is earth. This ain't heaven. And you got, and if we're going to follow the science, you should know by now, you should be able to observe at this point that you cannot solve it. You will become more technologically advanced. You will have more information. You're going to get all those sort of stuff. But what you're going to do is that you're going to just be more efficient and making people more afraid. You're gonna be more efficient at misinforming people. That's what's happening. You want the real news, aside from the fake news? Here it is, right here. Now, if we have that foundation to observe the world from, then we're prepared. It ain't, don't mean that we ain't gonna have a war. It doesn't mean that we're not gonna have problems. But we got a foundation, you know, to operate from instead of a cannon being on this wobbly, you know, surface that's just kind of like fire. No matter how good you aim it, you know, it's going to be shooting all over the place. We need a fixed foundation, Bill. Well, um, folks, we're up against um, hundreds of billions of dollars, probably trillions of dollars when you throw in all the money that, that big tech has and the mainstream media and Soros and all the rest of it. It's just huge, vast amount of money, wall of money that's going out there trying to take away our freedoms and and here we are asking for people to be a member at $9.95 a month, about 25 cents a video for what we put out. Um, I'd love to tell you that it doesn't matter if you pay or not, but it does. The value of the truth is that it has tremendous leverage. We don't have to put out as much content to spread the truth as they do in order to suppress it. But 
if uh, if you've gotten anything out of this message and you're already a member, if you can go by to and make a one-time donation on, on uh, PayPal. I'm not talking about the members. Members are pulling their own weight. But if you're watching the show and you, and you enjoy it and it get, gives you something, then if you could head over there and just make a one-time donation, you don't have to sign up for anything. It goes a long way. It really does. And uh, just had to let you know that because that's how the world works. For Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you next time here on The Virtue Signal.